Neo420.com. Neo420 Talks. Talking all things cannabis and hemp. Plus some other stuff. Blah. Oh, but yes. Oh, boy. There is more and more and more people that are truly blinded. Lift your hands up, raise your eyes, and say, thank you, Lord Almighty God, for this great day. Thank you for joining us today, the 12th day of August 2020, live from the satellite location of Neo420, a.k.a. Neo Media Group, a.k.a. Citizen Journalist, a.k.a. Independent Journalist, all of these things are all about free press. We are not to be repressed or depressed. We are to be free. That's right. Well, I wanted to come to you today with this short, abbreviated message. That beautiful song, Blinded by the Light, is from Manfred Mann's Earth Band, as you may know. If you don't, now you do. As always, I want to ask you to go over to Facebook, check us out at Neo420 Media. Check us out on Instagram, as that is where we are the most active. As you will notice right now, we are being silent on Neo420 Talks on IG. And that is, we have began to get the trolls that have been shadowing us. We've gotten accused of false information two separate times from Instagram regarding posts that we posted regarding the fake virus and let me rephrase that this virus is not fake but the scam demic planned demic is what's fake if you will go and look into the data, there has been more people die from the flu virus, aka influenza, during the same time, but the world did not get shut down for influenza. It got shut down for the Chinese virus. So, I wanted just to put that out there, let you marinate on that. Think what you will about it, but start believing the truth. As the truth will set, oh, I almost said it again, the truth will make you free. Amen, amen. But what I'm going to give you is a story today that very few people have researched. But one of our great independent journalists that we highly recommend that you support, really graceful on YouTube, has got a very, very interesting report to provide to us and it's all about what few people know and that that was back in 1871 there was a second constitution that was drafted the very few people are aware of they didn't teach us this in history but what that new constitution did was it created the United States of America 
When the founding fathers of this country founded America, they founded it as the United States for America. And ever since 1871, we have been going and acting as a corporation. This country was put into corporate structure by the banksters, by the global cabal aristocrats that thought we would never figure it out. And it's taken us a really long time to come back to this moment of talking about it. But this is the action that set up the Federal Reserve, which is an independent banking cabal that sets rates of interest to the United States and loans based off of fictitious debt. Whenever you have digital money, there really is nothing backing it. It's a promissory note. It's a promise that you are going to pay the credit that's extended to you back. But the thing with the Federal Reserve is they don't really have any money. They shuffle paperwork around and make you think that they've got a lot, but they really don't. The Federal Reserve, whenever it was in Fort Knox and had gold, now that was real backing. I've been to Fort Knox. Uh, I've held a gold brick at Fort Knox. That's a real place that you should all get a chance to go and check out because that is a major part of our history. But the reason that they lie to us about the Federal Reserve, which is not federal, it's just like Federal Express or FedEx, that's not federal. The United States Postal Service is federal. Just like so many other lies that they've brought to us that we've just continued to believe without opening our eyes to the truth and the reason is because we have been distracted by football, by NASCAR, by opera, by all this entertainment, all this exciting things that are all just distractions to keep you a knuckle-dragging person that works your whole life paying back this supposed debt to this banking cabal that sits out there on yachts eating the highest levels of food and alcohol but they're also guilty of being very evil people and that's what all this breakup is happening because as you know from previous podcasts and please go and listen because we just recently celebrated 75 episodes yes 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 75 episodes so go back and check them all out a lot of great interviews in the past, a lot of good discussions, a lot of educational information, but we're again here today with you bringing this new information back to your present day mind. And you need to keep this in mind because this is why the United States is dealing with all of this corruption, is because of this very thing. When a company is doing really well, there's a lot of sharks that maneuver around to try to position themselves. And that's exactly what has happened throughout the United States for America. So listen to this great interview. Go and check us out. Like our post on Facebook. Share that information. We do this all as an independent citizen journalist organization that we are here doing this 
because we want you to know the truth. If you want to support us, go to neo420.com. The homepage has got a donate button that we welcome your donation. We thank you for your support. Spread our information and share it with your immediate, with your network of family, friends, coworkers, etc. That's the most important thing you can do. And then if you want a 360 win, go and buy some of our partners full plant hemp derived extract that has all the cannabinoids, all the terpenes to really help you get and achieve better quality of life. Contact us at neo420.com. Contact at neo420.com is the email. Go ahead and put that out there. Send us an email. We'll get you the best price that we possibly can right now. Neo Hemp Company is about to launch beta test. And during that time, they're going to be offering some great discounts for their supporters. It is going to be a long-term savings. And let me tell you, folks, the oil that uh, my partners at Neo Hemp Company have is phenomenal. To give you an idea, when we have tested about 30 different uh, products that are similar, but when we test them, the other companies put all this filler in them, like lavender and rose petals and all this other scented stuff in order to mask that they're not giving you real hemp oil for your body. What we figured is the best one that we found had 8 milligrams of hemp oil per dropper. That is not even enough to make you feel anything as far as a beneficial. To give you an idea, Neo Hemp Company's uh, tinctures are priced at the same point as these other ones, but instead of getting 8 milligrams per drop, you are getting 23 milligrams per drop. That is pure goodness for your body. Your body, your mind, your spirit is going to love you for it. So contact us about that. Either through Facebook, social media, on Instagram, or through our email address that we just provided you. And you can do all of that through the website as well. So just contact us there. Glad to help you out. And it's a 360 win. You spend money towards this product that you're going to get benefits of. We are the source with our partners at Neo Hemp Company of the oil. They have farms. They have labs. They do all of this great. We're about to really start showcasing this a little more. You spend your money towards an independent small business like that. They give us a percentage of that sale based off of us promoting their product you get the benefits of the product it's a 360 win that does not end so spread this word we need a thousand people to sign up for this and once they sign up to do this program we are going to start changing the world let's do it together high five all right so here we go the message you need to be hearing is called the important, the most important history lesson Americans were never taught. Here we go. Hey, Internet friends. The school year is starting back and like most happenings in 2020. This 
is just not the same as it was in years prior, since parents are now faced with a challenging decision. Whether or not to send their child back to in-person school, keep them at home with the school's distance learning program, or homeschool them with a custom curriculum. Regardless of what you might decide for yourself and your family, today I want to talk about something I was never taught in school, public or private, and that's the pivotal year that everything changed for the United States of America. Creating a domino effect of events that have led us to this moment in time, right now, as you're watching this. The year was 1871, and while the events of this year have been purposefully hidden from the masses... 1871 must never be forgotten. Much like Vatican City and the City of London, Washington, D.C. has its own sovereignty. Basically, D.C., City of London, and Vatican City are totally separate territories from the nations in which they reside. Vatican City is technically enclaved within Rome, outfitted with its own special police force and political structure. The same way the City of London is situated within the city called London, and it has its own flag, crest, police force, ceremonial armed forces, and a mayor. And sure, there are states within the United States that have their own constitution and distinctive flags, but I think most people you'd ask would know that Washington, D.C. isn't a state. Most folks would tell you that Washington, D.C. is where our laws are made, where our politicians congregate, and where our White House resides. But on the D.C. flag, which is said to have been reflective of George Washington's coat of arms, there are three stars. And I wonder, are those stars representative of the three city-states that exist as corporate entities outside of their respective nations? Vatican City, the religious hub, the city of London, the banking central and Washington, D.C., the military leg of the empire. Being its own city-state, D.C. has its own police force that shares a direct link with Congress, its own mayor, and its own set of laws. But our founding father certainly didn't set it up like this, so how did it come to be? The year was 1871. The U.S. was going through a lot of turmoil. The nation was bankrupt and vulnerable after the Civil War, and the London bankers, which included the notorious Rothschild family, were ready to make a deal with Congress to remedy that turmoil. Turmoil, I might add, that is suspected that the bankers had a hand in creating in the first place. At any rate, these bankers made a lot of credit available in the aftermath of the Civil War as a means to one fight Lincoln's greenback after he was murdered, with some theorizing that part of the motivation for his assassination came from his push to privatize the monetary system. And the second reason that the bankers made so much credit available was to collect on the interest from those who desperately needed the money, which would be the United States government at the time. Now, this was nothing new. This was a practice as old as time. Well, as old as Mystery Babylon. Not much has really changed since the days of Babylon. Not the usury, not the debt slavery, not even the iconography. Passed by Congress, the Act of 1871 provided a government for the 10-mile parcel of land known as the District of Columbia, allowing Washington, D.C. to act as a corporation outside of the original Constitution of the United States. So, okay, why does the Washington, D.C. Constitution have nothing to do with the United States Constitution? Why exactly is Washington, D.C. totally separate from the rest of the United States? Why does it need to be separate from the United States as a separate territory at the epicenter of the Virgin Mary, tucked right between Virginia and Maryland? The Act of 1871 changed our country's founding father's original constitution for the United States for America 
to the Constitution of the United States of America. If you blink, you might miss it because it's a mixture of impactful wording and some weird capitalization thrown in there that pretty much means nothing to the average person upon initial inspection. But these subtle changes are a huge deal in the realm of legislation. Compounded with these minor changes was clever marketing of the act as a way to unify the territorial government for the entire District of Columbia. The aforementioned are contributing factors as to how such a major act flew under the radar, ultimately overturning the United States Constitutional Republic. Since 1871, the federal government has usurped nearly all of the power that was formerly held in the hands of the people. But how on earth was Congress able to pass a separate constitution and incorporate the United States? A bunch of attorneys have contacted me about the subject, explaining it to me. Thank you for everyone who's done that. But let me break it down to you in a way that won't make you just totally fall asleep. A corporation, by definition, is a legal entity separate from its owners. A corporation protects its owners from personal liability for corporate debts and obligations within limits. So was the Act of 1871 as harmless as some claim, just an act to provide a government for the District of Columbia and nothing more? We can answer that question by simply stepping back and taking a look at the dominoes that fell after this act was passed and asking the question, who benefited from this piece of legislation? You see how they try to interrupt this information by bringing on the ridiculous commercials. Is the Act of 1871 the reason why Congress passed the 16th Amendment, which allowed the federal government to tax individual personal income regardless of state population? Is the Act of 1871 the reason why the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 was passed, handing over America's gold and silver reserves and ultimately the total control of America's economy to the Federal Reserve Bank? Think about it. A private corporation established their private bank as the central bank of the United States, but it isn't even a government institution, but a privately owned banking system. It's a coincidence that social security numbers started being assigned in 1935, social security numbers being the nine-digit numbers given to every U.S. citizen, and used for income tracking and taxation purposes. Ultimately, individual income taxes have been the primary source of revenue for the U.S. federal government since the 1950s. These moves make a lot of sense when examined through the lens of the United States as a corporation and its citizens as employees, a corporate government asset before they even go through puberty. But still, throughout all this time, there was a promise that the American dollar was actually worth something, something tangible, not just the confidence to exchange it for goods and services. A dollar was worth one thirty-fifth an ounce of gold. But then President Richard Nixon came along and screwed that up for us severing the final link between the dollar and gold in 1971. In other words, he took the dollar off the gold standard once and for all. Steadily, the purchasing power of the dollar has declined while federal and consumer debt has increased. Currently, we're witnessing the culmination of all of these decisions, and it ain't pretty. We're one bad flu season removed from Weimar Republic wheelbarrow money. So who would you say benefited from the Act of 1871? the average U.S. citizen, or the bankers who incorporated the United States, who have been buying politicians ever since. The same Federal Reserve who serves absolutely no real function except stealing the purchasing power of your 60-plus hour work week and then redistributing those funds to destroy your rights and enslave you on your own soil. 
Hey, just like they did back in Babylon. It's the same folks using the same debt slavery system, time after time. When will we learn that debt with interest is a system of perpetual debt and is continually passed on to the people beneath until... Until the debt gap consumes all but those who own the debt. Well, like I said in the beginning of this video, the most pivotal year in United States history was never taught to me in school. Public or private, and never taught to me at a college level. But as Americans, it's so important that we not let this information die with our generation. One of the most important lessons you can teach your children is how to obtain their own freedom. How to identify when their freedoms are being taken from them and how to demand those personal freedoms and liberties back. Instead of waiting around for a hero in the form of a politician to represent them, to offer solutions. During this time, we've seen people of all ages crying out for change. And instead of focusing on the changes we could make that could fundamentally change the United States for the better, especially on an individual level, politicians are selling socialism and communism, aka more government control to young people looking for an answer, and they beg for it because the future seems so bleak. Whether you play with paper or with digital money, the future will always be bleak if you're a debt slave. If before your foot even touches this earth, you're scanned into the system as an employee of this corporation who does not care about you one bit. The United States is still a great country, but it has its problems, and you know you can riot and loot and protest all you want. Until the Federal Reserve is ended, until the Act of 1871 is torn into a thousand pieces and thrown into the wind, until the IRS is abolished, and until we move back to the gold standard, we have no chance at experiencing any iota of freedom. What do you think, internet friends? Did you know about the Act of 1871? You know, I always look forward to reading your comments. And the answer to that rhetorical question by this great reporter is probably not. The Act of 1871 has been cleaned from our history books. It's been omitted from education to anyone. I've talked to many people in the medical industry, people, uh, high-level business professionals. They've never heard of this. They were completely shocked whenever I told them about this. So, just like the reporter said, it's imperative that we know the information that controls us. So we, as I told you about a month ago, we here at Neo Media Group are archiving these great reports to have them sent out just in case they're being censored. So for all those who do, I salute you. 